This is the Impact Dynamics Podcast. I'm still not Andy. <laughs> you are not. My name is Rusty. <laughs> I'm Plushy. Yeah, no, you're oh, we, oh, up here. We, oh, we did. I'm not Andy. That's right. No, that's right. And we're talking about the Tasmania PRS. <laughs> here we go. Smash director, mate. Smash director. Hello, Andy. Oh. Hooray! Hooray! <laughs> Hope that's enough. We need your vote. Now we've caught up to where we are on the podcast. Right, go on back. Roll the outro. <laughs> that, <laughs> wait, that went real smooth. It did. Flushing. It did, yeah. It's probably because we haven't done an episode uh, for a long time. For a long time. Mm. So uh, how, how are you? Thanks for joining us. We'll get into why Andy's not here, but anyway. Okay. How well, are you? How going are you? really well. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Yes, you, you are going very well <laughs> because uh, you achieved something recently that we'll, we'll talk about shortly, but it's definitely worth hanging about for because uh, now you're justified in like you know what you're talking about. Oh, don't go there. A- <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll delve into that one. Josh, you're here cool. as well. I am. You've recovered from being in Tasmania. I have, mostly. <laughs> what's what's missing? What are you waiting on? Sleep. Sleep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good, yeah. Oh, good luck. Sleep. Good luck. We're still within the PRS season, so yeah, it's, yeah, it's not happening. Another another month or so. Yeah. Excellent. So Andy's not here. Andy's still working away, mm. as you guys perhaps know. And we've we've been putting out a few episodes that were recorded uh, after the Darwin match and and sort of previously. And plus, you be there's been one or two from you uh, from from the old place, but we are finally back in the new place. And hey, this looks a little bit better than the last uh, the last ones we filmed in here. I'm stepping on cables. The cables still need work, but the, the, yeah. it looks better. There's like a reloading thing and a gun and some rum and some backdrop, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, pretty good in here. There's buck. There's big buck hunter. There's big buck hunter in the corner. I don't know if that one makes under camera. Can we just go and play big buck hunter instead? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Sure. Awesome. Andy, you can do the podcast if you like instead. <laughs> uh, you've got a soundboard enough, Josh. I'm sure you can keep. Bow, 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 bow. There you go. It's like yeah, it's we're just, good. It's just like he's here. It is. <laughs> it's like he's and he's away working. I'm sure he'll be back. But uh, but it's been a little while, and uh, we we're running out of episodes. And also, there was a PRS match on the weekend. It was, and the three of us all went um, sort of separately. And there was much to talk about. Uh, not the least of which is plus you won. I did. Did you bring the trophy in to show it off? No. Uh, oh. <laughs> I Sorry. forgot that this Sorry, is a visual Andy, podcast. And, and Andy wanted to, to get in on the action to say congratulations. Well done. Well done. He's being very vocal for a bloke that's not on the show. Uh, congratulations, mate. Thank you. Yeah. Did you want to say a word or something? Or? Um, yeah, maybe. No, probably a big – I didn't actually get the chance to say thank you at the uh, – at the uh, presentations, actually. Oh, didn't you? No, I didn't. I booted you off stage Basically, too <laughs> Crispy just gave me a trophy and said, get out of here. Is this where I now fade his audio down as he's giving his speech? Um, and we'll no? just see how long it goes on for. Okay, okay. I'm ready, I'm ready. Yeah, oh, no, I did. You're going to bring the music up, not fade his audio down. <laughs> um, oh, wow, this is awkward. <laughs> not for me. Um, no, I was just going to thank some. There was like a ton of people that have like helped along the way. Um, oh, good on them. Yeah, that's right. right. So, the match. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly, Speaking of, they're, they're, they're in the chat. They're listening. Oh, oh, who's go that? ahead. Who's the people? The people. The people. The, the people, people are, are in the chat. No, there's, They're listening. One, there's one person Welcome called the people. Aboard. They've been very useful. Welcome aboard, people. It's good to have you here. <laughs> right. Anyway, sorry. I'd quickly say who you want to thank. You shout that out. Oh, no. Just, well. like, you know, this, the standard, like the volunteers and the sponsors, Ignition Custom and Swan Barrels and all that sort of stuff. And yep. all those people that make it happen because there's a ton of work goes into putting in one of these matches and it can be it's a bit true. thankless sometimes. This and it goes unnoticed. So just wanted to acknowledge those those people. It's true. Well, the, the match itself was run by uh, the Pre- uh, Precision Rifle Tasmania, mm. uh, who did a great job. 
um, running the first Fantastic. TRS. Oh yeah, it was it was good. It was smooth. It was slick. It was good. And um, crispy ran the course of fire. He did. How was that? I didn't shoot it. It was a it was a good but tough course of fire. It was tough from what I hear. Um, there was no there was no berms behind <laughs> any of the targets except I think three of them. Okay, <laughs> maybe four make, targets out yeah. of all of the targets on the range. So feedback. Oh, and the plates were. Really, really thick. They were twelve mil biz or something like that, and yeah. they, they didn't move when you when you impacted them at <laughs> six, it. seven, eight hundred meters. Mm. Um, so feedback on your shots was really tough. And if you happen to if you happen to miss one and you didn't see where it went, you could send three or four. Yep. Um, at the same target, trying to work out where it's going, or or targets that were harder to hit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, it's um, it was a it was great a great range. Now this is this club has two ranges it operates between, mm. and this is the bigger of the two, uh, and this is. Brilliant range. You were sort of cut into yeah. like a little a forest, it's, effectively, and it's ex-forestry land, which has all just been felled and basically lying lying flat on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Um, eight hundred meters with the potential to go out to a thousand in yeah. due course. About one hundred and fifty meters wide or something like that. I think at the back. wide. Yeah, big, huge concrete slab with a nice covering over the top of it, which got oh. put on like a week before the match. Yeah, how how good was the the depth of the of oh, the, the firing area? So good, you could have oh. a tripod forests everywhere and still be able to get around. <laughs> Yeah, there was, which is rare, <laughs> which is rare. not the tropical forest. They're very common, um, but the uh, the ability to get around. There's a nerf dart sitting here. I've got to flick that out of the way. <laughs> that disappointingly didn't hit you. And uh, yeah, beautiful range. And the guys, yeah. uh, you know, Kev uh, has been one of the main guys I've been dealing mm-hmm. with there, as well as uh, Josh and and Crispy and then Sam. That those guys have made a made a match happen. And there was heaps of the heaps of the names that that we did meet and and are excellent people. Um, but lots of people went helped out and pitched into that event. So, yeah, yeah they really went off. Them. I think I think we spoke about it over the course of the weekend. It was clear when a, uh, a well organized club runs a match because mm. it just went smoothly. It did. There was next to no target failures. Everything just went. Everything went well. The and course a cool of fire little quad and, bike with a thing oh, on the I back. So when wanted they to have a ride on that. <laughs> oh, at least you got to shoot off it. But yeah. our journey starts a couple of days before <laughs> our journey, our, our attempted journey, <laughs> full start, full yeah. start. Uh, yeah. So we, uh, Josh and I, got to the airport. Were we the first ones there, Josh? We were, yes. I think we were yeah, the yeah, first we ones there. So we got to the airport and we uh, we thought, oh, well, rather than checking in, we shall wait because, uh, you know, uh, we were we're doing the, the weight shuffle. We're doing the mm. weight shuffle. We're shuffling weight around between oh, yes. things. We yeah. had a whole stack of stuff to take, uh, prizes and bits and pieces to take over. And we thought, well, we'll wait till other people get here because we can, you know, might be able to help them out with weight. They might be able to help us out. You know, a little bit of a, a, little bit of a balancing act. Yeah, we might be able to dump merch on people. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> hey, you bought a you bought a hoodie. Here you go. I can't fit it in. <laughs> so, a few things like that. Anyway, we waited, and then uh, then Singway Aaron came up, and uh, and uh, uh, we were standing there in line, and a Jetstar lady came up and said, "Are uh, you on the Hobart flight?" And we said, "Yep, absolutely." And she's like, "Well, you're not now, bitches." Um, <laughs> I think that was her. I think that was right. You know uh, what? I wish that she would have yeah, said that. It would have yeah, been yeah. way better. She had sad. Yeah. <laughs> Your flight's been cancelled. Uh, our flight was cancelled. Hmm. Uh, and oh, yours, mine too. Yours, <laughs> yeah, mine too. Weird. Weird. And so, and so, we uh, we had our flights cancelled, and so we um, waited and waited. And I'm not sure quite what we were waiting for. I think we're just shocked. Uh, Josh, you and I floated the idea of trying to find out if there was a flight to Singapore we could get on to go <laughs> go see the Formula One. Was was very ready to jump on that flight. Yeah, probably sell, sell the merch on the way through. Yeah, <laughs> sell all the BRS merch in Singapore. Yeah, and uh, and pay for the weekend. Um, <laughs> that wouldn't have had any long term consequences <laughs> at all. Uh, and so we thought about that, but lucky we didn't because it rained all weekend. And 
anyway, they, they then said that they'd rebooked a new flight. You were you were about to like drive to Melbourne or something oh, and fly out of there. We investigated flights to Melbourne. We're like, it's going to be easier to get to Hobart from Melbourne. And this is this bloke sitting there going, oh, I always fly Qantas, but I booked Jetstar, booked the Dirty Bird for this uh-huh. one. And then you're like, ah, oh, typical, just, you know, <laughs> being all a Qantas snob. He's like, oh, I'll fly Qantas to Melbourne, and then the price was like fourteen hundred dollars or something. Oh, we asked how much it was, and he said, "You don't want to know. There was only two, <laughs> seats, only two seats left." We're like, "Okay, yeah, yeah." So they put a they put a bird on in the morning, and about six o'clock, so we all had to go home, or some of us went to hotel rooms because mm-hmm. they were too far away, and and then we all com- reconvened, and Josh and I were the last ones to arrive in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was busy. Although we done we we did. We did the uh, the luggage swap and shuffle mm, the night before, that's right. so we were all squared away, and then uh, and then we went on booked in. You guys were checking in after you. Now I had a bit of ammo. I was carrying for other people. <laughs> One of them was <laughs> you, and we went through and we had a, a lovely lass at, at Jetstar. I was f- doing all the guns and all the ammo booking. She did a great job, almost, and. <laughs> <laughs> I was the last one because I figured, well, you guys have got guns and stuff like that. We'll be no, that's because I pushed in in front of you. You did. You did. <clears throat> so this could have happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I was the last one. I said, hey, I've got ammo. Here's my, my form. Here's my license. All the things. She went through the list and she was, you know, had a list all ready to go. And then, uh, yeah, put it through. Sweet. We're in this mammoth line. And <laughs> it was ma- – how, how long did it take you to get through this line, Josh? Um, I didn't get through the line. You got on the plane, so you well, obviously got through. I the did, line. but like I didn't, I didn't get through to actually go through normally. I had to wait until they got to the last. Like, hey, your flight is boarding in five minutes. Can you jump up the queue? And you were, you, yeah, you had been in the line nearly an hour at that point. It would have been. It was over an hour. Over an hour. So yeah. this is this the line to get through security was north of an hour. It did. It had double backed on itself and looped on itself. Yeah, yeah. It, it was impressive. Spiraling mm. internally. Well, yeah. we st- we started chatting on the plane about whether Josh was going to make the plane. He was. Well, it's, it was you're jumping ahead. Time. You're jumping yeah. ahead a little bit. So, uh, <laughs> so while we're in this line, we've been in there for about twenty minutes. My phone rang, and someone from Jetstar had called me, and they're like, uh, "Look, there's a there's a problem with your luggage. Uh, you need to come and see the AFP." I'm like, "Okay." Uh, <laughs> They're like, are you through the terminal, uh, through the, um, the, the, the security yet? I'm like, not yet. And they're like, okay, well, you need to just come to the front counter then. I'm like, can I – like, I didn't want to lose my spot in line. And so I'm like, uh, do I – what? can I not? Can I wait till I get through? And they're like, <laughs> no, you need to come right now. I'm like, oh. Uh, so I hedge my bits and perhaps I got this wrong, but I'm like, Josh, stay here. I'm going to go and work out what's – so at least I could come back into the line, which is already, you know, 15, 20 minutes deep into. Went back to them. They're like, oh, yeah, there's a problem with your bag. Uh, we need to go and see uh, the federal police. I'm like, okay, let's let's go. And so I then got – Express. Now you went through the priority security briefing because you're all rich and snobby and stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, that's yeah. not, that is not true at all. You got you were with someone else. But yeah, yeah, he was very rich and very snobby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, you, your priority, and I went into the priority line with this Jetstar lady, and she like tapped everyone on the shoulder, like make way, make way, make way, make way, and I'm like, we're not that big a podcast, but yeah, okay. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> Cheers. We're doing it through, straight through security. <laughs> we got to the, the the bit where they're like, oh, can you grab the laptops and iPads and stuff out of the bag? And I'm like, 
you know, sure, grab the laptop out, put it in, and then like went to open the bag. She's like, oh, you just have to grab your laptop out. I said, you always said iPad as well, didn't you? She's like, oh, yeah, 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 you've got one as well. I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> of course, I've got all the scoring iPads. So she like saw me open it up and start grabbing iPads <laughs> out of the bag and she lost interest. She's like, I'll see you on the other side of the brain. <laughs> so she went off from just grabbing iPads after iPad after iPad, putting them into the tray and going through. Went through security into the room with AFP and, and they're like, oh, you've got an undeclared ammo in your thing. I'm like, well, I declare that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Here's my form. Here's the tag on the bag that's signed to say I declared it. Uh, anyway, they, they were they were fantastic. They were really good to deal with. Really easy. And uh, <laughs> they uh, there's one one element. So the baggage guy was there, <laughs> and they're like, okay, well, what else is in your in your bag? And so I've opened the bag at this point. We're looking at it, and there's a, there's spotting scopes and tripods. And the the AFP lady was like, oh, that you know that all makes sense and stuff. And she's like, okay, it all looks fine. And and then the baggage guy had this thermal scan of the bag. And he's like, what's this? There's all this energy down this one end here. What's that? And there's this big long thing that obviously was metal of some sort. And I'm looking around and I'm, I'm thinking in my head, like there's a, an AFP lady, this baggage handler next to me and myself in the middle. I'm like, we're all looking at the same suitcase. What, what, like, I mean, why are you asking me? It's literally in front <laughs> of you. But anyway, after a few minutes of like him sort of pestering me about it, I'm like, you don't mean this stapler, do you? <laughs> I had the matchbook stapler, which is like a longer stapler so I can get over into the middle of the matchbook. I'm like, do you mean this stapler? Is that what you're concerned about? And the AFP lady just rolled her eyes. <laughs> like, oh. And she's like, bag it all up. You're all good to go. Off you go. <laughs> Off you go. Yeah, so I got held up for a stapler. Um, and anyway, so I, I'm like, oh, I wonder if I'm going to make my plane – I had no concept at the time because I'm just making sure I answer all the, the questions and stuff. Went out to the gate, went to the gate. There's no one at the gate. And I'm like, well, it says Hobart, so I'll just walk through. They scan me in. I'm like, oh, I'm good, cool. Walked in and I was somehow scored seat row number one. And I'm like, oh, row number one, completely free. All right, sit down there. Bang, sit down. Well, and then I saw you, so I came over to you and I think you, you – Message. I said, "Oh, thanks heaps for the uh, the, the breeze through security," <laughs> <laughs> and told you what's happened. You're giggling away, <laughs> and then you messaged me while we're on the plane. It's like, did you make Josh sit down the back somewhere while you got front row seats? <laughs> and I'm like, I I, I assume so. <laughs> like, sounds like something I do. So I messaged Josh. I'm like, uh, are "You on the plane?" And he's like, "I'm still in the line for security. Still standing there. Still standing just, there. Just waiting. Just waiting. And waiting like, and waiting." You know, we got like a 90%, 95% full plane, but I could work out that there was a lot of people in security mm. that were getting stuck. So I'm like, just show them the SMS that they just sent saying the boarding is closing. And Josh I booked the flights, so he's like, I don't have the SMS. So mm. I screenshot it and said, I'll show them that. Where did you go <laughs> from that, Josh? You- well, I am um, probably like a minute or two before you had messaged me. Mm. Like old mate had done the call for, I think it was Melbourne, the one before us. And I just like quickly said to him and I was like, um, what about Hobart? Like looked at the time and I was like, Hobart Lou leaves pretty soon. And he was like, oh, I'll call you in five minutes. I'm like, but the thing up there says like <laughs> 10 minutes. So yeah, luckily got through. But it was the one time I got through that they wanted a really, really good look through my camera bag. So apparently yeah. they don't like the look of batteries and cameras and lenses and all the other bits and pieces. A really big, thick lithium battery, not so friendly no. through the scanner. No, not really. Yeah, we're going to the US next year and uh, Josh is going to have a fun time at all the airport <laughs> security because yeah. I had the same fun time previously <laughs> when I've gone. Anyway. So my takeaway was that we did you a favour. 
Yeah. Um, we got you through security quicker is, into is, your comfy row one seat. It was, so we've done you a favour. Yeah. Um, I'll say thank you when I appreciate it. <laughs> Wouldn't hold so, the breath on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. Anyway, from there on in, Josh eventually mm. made it onto the plane and then he walks in and then starts walking down the plane <laughs> and gets, I don't know how far you got, Josh, or what clicked in your head and then realised he was actually in row one. <laughs> I saw that. He's sitting next to me. Yeah, I think I was that just like, cool, just get on the plane. All right, I'm on the plane. Get, Whatever now. Fact, get more Whatever. on the plane. Get further into the plane. Maybe I'm not on the plane enough. <laughs> that is pretty much exactly. It's crazy. Uh, anyway, so the, the we, rest. The re- and then there was a match after that. It was all good. We, we have, we have, we time, have an yeah. important question from Ignition. Oh, sorry. What, um, what caliber was the stapler? Um, two, 22 because there was two, the two bits. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Two, Just two. thought we'd get the important two. questions okay, out of the way. Thanks. Thanks. Um, what, what were we going to Tassie for? Again, I forget. I forget. Freestyle beer issue. Stapler matches. <laughs> we went to stapler matches. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, we, we got there. So it, it really, um, the, the delay wasn't that big a deal. We, we got no. into town, they pushed the high card back, all the, all the things happened and we honestly got to the range probably about an hour and a half behind where we were intending to get, mm. which was well and truly in time for practice anyway. Yeah, I think we sort of looked at it and we're like, you know what, if they had a direct flight on Friday morning, I would have been on it anyway. Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't, it was a pain, but it wasn't the end of the world. It, it was fine. Mm. It was fine. We came back, we, we did a podcast that night and we, we came back and made the most of it. So. Mm. Oh yeah, we did too. We were just, we were just been at some pub in Tasmania drinking espresso martinis anyway. Would have been the Richmond Arms. Instead, we were just <laughs> drinking gin here. <laughs> that's right. Uh, all right, so that, that's mm. how, that's our journey to Hobart. The, <laughs> the journey back was a lot calmer. Um, and then, and then Friday, normal, normal deal with practice match, uh, thing. And, and we did the, the, the stuff, uh, Friday night was you guys came for dinner. I think you and Tim and pretty low key. We, oh, yeah. that's right. The place was booked out of the hotel we went to and we had to sit outside and there's a dog barking outside. Oh, and yeah. all these exciting stories anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Hobart kids, Tozzy just kept on giving, kept on I'd, giving. I'd forgotten about that dog. Yeah. yeah I, was, I, was trying I to appreciate that. Welcome. You yeah. That put was, that back in the That world. was a tough half an hour. <laughs> it was. It was. That dog nearly got yeeted. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Um, and then Saturday. Saturday rolls through. So let's get into the actual match, Plushy. How did you kick off the match? How did Friday well, – wind back. Now Now we're jumping all over the place. Uh-huh. Friday. How did practice go for? What did you do? What did I do? What I did d- you I d- do? I checked my zero. Yep. I, I went with a clean rifle. So I cleaned it back to – like copper, carbon, everything. Yep. Okay. I'm like, oh, it'll take 10, 15 shots to, to settle down, which is what it did. Yep. And I'm like, no, nah, it's pretty good. And I just adjusted the tuner just to tidy it up a little bit and then it was pretty bad. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. I, and we were already we were limited on ammo anyway because we flew. So And it was a pretty decent round count match. I think we said about 174. 174. Um, so I think I flew with 240 because you took all that stuff to the federal police for us. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. And then I used, I think I ended up using 40 shots to get my zero back and my rifle shooting where it was by the time I fiddled with the, tri- the uh, tuner and mm-hmm. got it back. And I just turned it back to where it was and said, that'll do. Yep. And sent a few shots down at, um, oh, that was pretty funny actually. The targets at 800 meters. Mm. There's only, I think it was three targets, at 800 and one at three or 400 meters on the, on the Friday. Yep. And I, I shot at the little one at 800 meters and I was like, well, tracks look pretty good on that. I think I got it, but the plate didn't move. I'm like, huh. I sent another one. I'm like, no, the trace on that was really good. Nothing. And I was like, okay, there's a big one over on the side. I must be missing and can't see it. I sent one. I'm like, the trace definitely hit it, but it did not move. Yeah. I was like, right. And I was like, okay, there's a little rock on the berm. I'm going to shoot that. 
and then I hit the rock and exploded the rock. I'm like, <laughs> okay, so it's doing what it's supposed to be doing. Yep. And then I went back onto the little target and shot the little target at 800 metres and I watched the trace onto it and then the, the plate, this is a bit hard on a podcast, but the plate went sort of dunk, like dunk. One, little, one, little, one little wiggle. One little dunk. <laughs> one little wiggle yep. and you're like, oh. This is going to be a hard match. <laughs> <laughs> if they're the targets they had up and they were the targets they had up. There you go. Okay. Um, yeah, so we started Saturday morning. It was much like that for everybody. Mm. <laughs> well, on Saturday, uh, I just I, we, we promised we'd do this early in the podcast. So on Saturday, a good friend of ours mm. from years ago called One Shot Scott came along and his, uh, his lovely uh, wife, fiancé, partner. partner, whatever partner. partner. I'm, 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 now I'm questioning this in my head. Anyway. Mm. Heidi as well <clears throat> rocked up, and they came for a uh, for a little look, and uh, we hung out with Scott a little bit over the weekend. And and but the reason I bring him up particularly for those who uh, who've seen the Centurion <laughs> Challenge, or yeah. he's the guy who shot a, uh, a PRS match with a, a single shot O mark, <laughs> and from yep. that he got the uh, he got the nickname One Shot Scott. Mm. And One Shot Scott gave us a, a bottle on the weekend of One Shot Scott rum. So in honour of One Shot Scott and One Shot Scott rum. Hold that up in front of the camera so they can appreciate the glory of the bottle. The, uh, the glory <laughs> of the bottle uh, has Scott in the uh, in the um, Centurion dress. Yeah. <laughs> he wore kilt. the kilt during the Centurion challenge. <laughs> Insert and, clip here. And it does appear that he has something hanging out the bottom of his uh, kilt. But anyway, so we shall have one shot of one shot Scott rum. It smells amazing. It does. By the way, we do, we did sneak a smell in before. Um, Where's the boxing gloves for after that, though? Bare knuckles. Tonight, don't need mate. boxing gloves. Bare knuckles. Yeah. 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 If you have enough rum, you don't really worry about it. Oh, well, well, that's Josh. That's Josh's. <laughs> no, Josh, Josh has to drive. I, I have a big drive home. Yeah. <laughs> I will have that one. There you go. One for you, mate. I'm going to take this one over to Josh. All right. Stay, say amusing things, Poshy. Amusing things. Do interesting yeah. stuff. Oh, wow. That's really not amusing. That's <laughs> no, not amusing at all. <laughs> this stuff smells amazing. Well, this, if there was well, smell through well, podcasts, well, everybody would things. be agreeing. Yeah. We've got all the comments tonight. Oh, do we? Like oh, do all we? of the comments. This isn't this okay. All right, carry on. Let's let's jump. I'll jump back through them because there's there's literally that much. All right. We have Dirty Fox says evening. Evening. Evening, Hello. Dirty Fox. We have Style Canton says, Hey dudes. What up? We have Ignition is here. They've said many things. I can't be bothered going through all of them. Fair enough. Be quiet. Um, <laughs> Rosie is here. Rosie has said hello. Hello, Rosie. Hey, Rosie. We Thank have Robert Downton. He has said, rang a rep, well shot over the weekend. Well done. There you go. Perfect right. comment. Have you Tom said H well H done to here. yourself? I did. I know it was well done to the, well done to the ranger comment. <laughs> Lovely. Well done, Pashi. Well yeah, I think so, yeah. Tom H sends evening, says evening. Hello, evening, Tom. All right, is that Tom we, Hanks? Maybe. Maybe. Is that what you said? Huh. Yeah, Tom H. Okay. We'll go with Tom Hanks. Yeah. That okay. sounds way better. Good. Yeah, let's do that. Last like the box of rum. Yeah. Shall we shall we try our rum? Right. We shall. Cheers, Scotty. Cheers. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, hello. Oh. And after that one, My mouth just one. Oh, sorry. last There's comment. More. Rob Stewart says, good evening and congratulations on the win. Thank Thanks, you. Rob. Thanks. Oh, you your win. Oh, that, oh, that I mean, yeah, get up and just win. <laughs> You should try it. <laughs> yeah, noticed you tried it recently. How'd it go for you? <laughs> I wasn't sorry. expecting it. All right, cool. Now back back to the, the – what do we do a podcast about? Shooting. <clears throat> That's shooting. right. The, 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 the Precision Rifle Stapler Series. 
Position <laughs> Okay. Um, uh, Saturday. 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 We, what did we do? Saturday there was – Tell us some, tell us an interesting stage or two. You've got a matchbook, don't you, Josh, somewhere? I do. I'll get it. <coughs> All right. Go do that. That'll first, help. First, uh, there's 12 stages crammed into Saturday. <coughs> oh, yeah. That was fun. That was good. We didn't have much. Any squads of, what, eight-ish? Eight. Yeah. So you didn't have much downtime. Yep. Um, so lots of, yeah, regular, regular shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, first stage for our squad was skill stage two. Right. Okay. Right. Cleans. Everyone's going to get clean. It's only 360 metres. Yeah. Right, we're going to do that, this, right? How did that go for you? Uh, well, the first four people, I think the top score was three. Wow. And we're like, wow. The, the bullets, the bullets. And you just, some good shooters in your squad? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, there That's was not some, a matchbook. <laughs> there were some very good shooters in our squad. <laughs> we, we need the matchbook, Josh. Okay. We. It would be oh, better if – Yeah, yeah, watching. We would be better to have the matchbook. Okay, cool. Nice easy stage to start the week on, week, weekend off with. We'll, uh, <laughs> you're, you're talking <laughs> okay. very well. <laughs> um, we're going to get clean. We're going to feel good about ourselves. We're going to the next stage and we'll get it, we'll get it rolling. Yep. First person gets a one. You know, next person gets a two or something and there was a oh. you know a three and a one and we're like oh. the projectiles, if you didn't get a first round impact, oh. they just went into the ether. There was nothing behind. There was no feedback. Oh. And it's not, it's not close enough off of the barricade. You can see trace when you're shooting. And there's Everyone. no, like, this is just a pretty flat range. Yeah, yeah. No, there's so, no dirt spraying, and, and, no, no and nothing. It was very wet. And like, you pretty much needed a boat to change targets. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, it was a swamp. Yep. In literally, like one yeah. quarter of the, the entire range was a swamp. Yeah. Yeah. So we're having a, a big long debate before the stage started about tripod rear or not tripod rear. They were like, oh, do we have to set it up on the clock? They're like, no, you don't. We're like, oh, that's not so bad. And there's people saying, well, I don't need tripod rear. Like I'm, I can clean the skill stage without tripod rear. Yeah. And then some of those people got ones and twos. Like, mm-hmm. well, tripod rear it is. <laughs> <laughs> yep. so, yeah. I, uh, I, I decided to use tripod rear. I'm like, I'm going to try and at least get some feedback if I miss. And So um, plus you let me ask you a question because you actually know what you're doing. Um, and so, I mean, normally speaking to Andy, so um, <laughs> the – Hey, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was all the Andy voices. Um, so you come out to a stage mm-hmm. and you've got the option to run tripod rear. Mm-hmm. What throws you towards doing it versus not doing it? Uh, whether you have to set it up on the clock. Okay. It takes me 10 seconds to set my tripod up on the clock. Yeah, so that's time gone. If yeah, you, lost yep. time. Okay. Um, how many times I have to move the tripod? So, um, and then the order that the barricades have to be utilised. Is that because you can move your tripod one way easily but not the other? Correct. So it's much easier to, to drag your tripod from the right to the left than it is to go from the left to the right. So you you're left-handed? Well, yeah, but those people just shouldn't even be allowed to use tripods. <laughs> or right. you can just... That's right. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> you can just kick it with your feet. They can use staplers. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, those are the, they're, they're the two main considerations. Um, left-handed staplers. <laughs> But their 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 time their time losing um, scenarios or whatever you want to call them. Okay. Um, but then if you have two shots per position on the same target uh, with tripod rear, you get the the follow up shot. It's like modified prone. See, the follow up shot is very quick. Okay. So you you get time back um, by using tripod rear. So so you effectively go into it with the attitude of I will use tripod rear unless this 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 this. Uh. You, do you sway more that way? Will, yeah, if, like, if the option's there, I'll use it, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. If it, it would be you're looking for a reason not to use it as opposed to a reason to justify using it? Yeah, correct. Okay. So, yeah, if it comes down to I, if I use it, I can't get all my shots off, I'll put it away. Yeah. Or then you ask the question, do I have to take it with me everywhere I go? Yeah. Sometimes you can leave it somewhere on a particularly tricky barricade or something like that and you go plonk it there and do everything else and come, back. come to it when you need it, yeah. Okay. Um, this yeah. is where I take issue with all your PRS shooters. 
because you all run rear support with your tripods and you mm. make my photos look way worse than they would have otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it a design better stages there, Josh? Yeah, but you, you got some sneaky photos in this this weekend, Josh. Josh always gets sneaky I, Yeah, photos. but he got he had the depth of the range to, oh, to hold oh, the did work. Too. He did. didn't know he was there. <laughs> I have probably one of my favourite photos in the weekend is oh. Angry Plushy. Oh. <laughs> it is fantastic. There was a I couple just, of those. So for those guys watching live, you won't see it, but for those guys uh, watching on YouTube <laughs> and not listening, you will be watching the Angry Plushy photo right now. Right now. <laughs> and uh, if you want a print of the Angry Plushy photo, you can head to our website, angryplushy.com, right. and download yourself and get a big print of the Angry Plushy photo. Right. Have Webs- you ordered the stickers Website yet, may or may not work. <laughs> <laughs> Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> That's right. But if there's enough interest, we may get angry flush. <laughs> um, um, you know, we should do like, you know, you see those, um, like the two prints. Uh, and, and so you can have like angry plushy and happy plushy. Oh, we and have the many emotions of plushy over the weekend. Mm. Okay. All right. We did. Yeah, so we if did. you guys want to order a many, many emotions of plushy set of prints, you can do so. Oh, we should make a book. <laughs> We could do one of those. What are the those? The many fingers of Maxwell and the many emotions. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's, uh, actually, Max, Maxwell's only got one finger. <laughs> Maxwell, but there's many photos. Maxwell's one of the guys who ROs regularly in every single photo he's in. There's flipping the bird. Mm. Mm. We, we might need to make this website. There is demand. <laughs> the demand is here already. <laughs> Gosh, mm. go register the domain. <laughs> it's a race now. It's a race. Can I, can I register the domain? Oh, no. This is uh, this is. Going to be mm. edited. Um, <laughs> this is going to end up being a two-show, two-episode two podcast. <laughs> I got a feeling. Uh, have another drink. Right. Um, cool. Sorry. Uh, while I register this domain, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> do, do you mm. want to? So, is there any other notable stages from <clears throat> Saturday that you would like to give me that, talk? Give me about? that thing. You are welcome to have that. Skills thing. too. Uh, next one was all right. Just, I want to jump back, jumping back to one thing you said earlier, mm. and I remember you saying it. Um, well, early on Saturday morning, uh, where you said first round impacts are worth two, three, four oh, points during mm, the weekend. I did say that word. Just that, that, that's how important <laughs> it was to get on onto target early was you, you yeah. weren't just getting a point, you were making up two, three points because that's how critical it was. Yeah, after the first stage, I managed to get a clean on the first one um, and a lot of people didn't. Um, I looked at it and then we started the second stage, which went all the way out to 800 metres and a lot of people didn't get cleans on that one. I think I dropped one or two. I can't remember. Um, I'd sort of looked and I, th- I thought to myself, first round impacts, like like I said, first round impacts are worth, you know, two points at least, sometimes three points because heaps of people were spending, you know, one, two or three shots and the targets were getting further away and harder to impact um, to work out what their win call was. So if you got on, if you got on early, um, you had a huge advantage over, um, over the people that weren't. Yeah. I, I remember yeah. talking to a few people, um, and they were saying that rather than necessarily having the first shot, getting instant feedback and correcting, it was more first shot. Oh, all right. I'm going to try this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That didn't work. All right. Now I'm going to try this. Okay. That one worked. Go with that. Yeah. You weren't so much making properly educated guesses as going, all right, I'm going to try couple things first, then if none of them work, well, then I have to really think outside the box. Yeah, absolutely. I probably spent more time on glass this match than I've ever done. <laughs> Angry <laughs> than I've plushy. ever done before. Angryplushy.com is yeah. uh, registered. What about small Simon plushies? Don't know that. What was that? Small Simon plush? No? Small? No. Uh, uh, apparently. The um, only fan side, I think. Right. One of the things we, uh, we, we had to do in Tassie was make sure we, we 
we ran some beer to chap gear because beer to chap gear is good. This is uh, this is our sponsor for the uh, the show. This is the beard oil. Now, many of you guys watching will know we're Josh and I, are particularly, are big fans of gin and tonic. You're pretty mm. partial to gin and tonic, are you? I'm getting into it. Yeah, we had one tonight uh, earlier or two or seven. Um, <laughs> this is the gin and tonic beard oil. Try some of that. I so will dab a little bit and chuck it through. Rub it in. Enjoy it. And uh, this is uh, so one of the things we like about beard of chap is one. The, Luke is the owner and he's a shooter, and so we like supporting him. It's very good. Yeah. And two, uh, they make real, like all natural sort of stuff. So it's not, it's, it's all good for you, sort of stuff. And it's actually really good. So tell us how that smells, man. It's really citrusy. Yeah. Yeah, very citrusy. Mm-hmm. Now, Josh, if you had that, a real. That's going down much better than the um, germ killer from last time, isn't it? <laughs> I was just seeing the military grade hand sanitizer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was not pretty. Yeah, this is probably military grade gin and tonic uh, beard oil, as mm-hmm. far as I can say. I'm not very good at reading, but that's, I think that's what it says. It is. I, I can actually jump in with a plug for these guys. Oh, too, here we go. I use their coffee scrub. And I've made it's my routine. No, just, now you're jumping ahead. That was going to be the next episode plug. Oh, okay. Right. Well, so I'll save it for gin, next time. This is the gin and tonic <laughs> oil. We're, we're a well-oiled machine with beard oil. We are. Apart from the bit over there. And so uh, that's it. So um, the important thing is you can go to thebeardofchap.com slash impact. And not only you will be getting yourself some amazing beard oil, supporting a shooter who owns a company, you'll also be supporting the podcast so we can keep doing this. Can. You know, do it. You can decide. Do it now. Well, that's a good thing. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's it. So the, you can either use the code IMPACT at checkout or you can go to thebeardofchap.com slash IMPACT. Grab yourself some gin and tonic beard oil or some of the normal beard oil or some of the there's ca- de- deodorant. pineapple express. Uh, there's deodorant. Mm. All the stuff. But anyway, beard oil. Get into it. And the, the, the beard oil, just so you know, it's not for the beard. It's for the skin under the beard. Oh. It's kinds of skin. There's beard balm that goes there, but that's not, we'll talk about that another time. The beard oil is for inside the the beard and the skin and the and just just remember, don't mix that up with germ killer. Doesn't yep. it's not recommended. That's right. And also, don't mix it up for real gin and tonic because otherwise. <laughs> 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 Off label use. Don't recommend it. <laughs> not as bad as I was expecting, though. Anyway, anyway, plushie. Sorry. Mm. Any any particular stages that are, uh, are worthwhile before worthwhile. Josh interrupts uh, another. The back and forth. I think we just. Yep, sometimes sometimes no. it takes a moment to be like, oh, that's the I forgot what the name was, but this is uh, this is what it is. Tractor mm. Tractor, what a great name! That was a good day. That was a good stage. Okay, um, this is really not good for podcast. No, I'm I'm just trying to remember. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Um, they were all really good. Crispy did a really good job of. Um, it was a well balanced match in the sense that it's lots of lots of different things. To yeah, challenge. lots of different things. Yeah. Um, Pick Your Poison was an interesting one, Is actually. Is that a stolen one from Butters? I don't know. I've never shot one of Butters matches. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Oh, we'll pretend it's original then. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, good, good stage, Crispy. I like your originality. <laughs> <laughs> um, pick Your Poison. It was uh, 105 seconds was a common stage time. Actually, yeah. I think it was almost every stage except for the skills two, which has to be 90 seconds. Okay. Um, nine shots, unlimited equipment. So they had three targets at 300 metres, a 20, a 15, and a 10 centimetre target. Mm-hmm. Uh, three targets at 604 metres, a 40, 30 and 24 centimetre and three targets at 799 metres, 58, 47 and 30 centimetres. Right. And the shooter had to nominate um, which which target from each of the uh, the distances they were going to shoot. So at 300 you could choose small, medium, large and then at 604 you could choose one of the other two that you haven't already selected and 799 the remaining. So you might go small, medium, large as a as a, as an example. 
Um, and then the shooter moved to one of three barricade positions. Um, and I'm just reading the stage. They, you ended up from each of the, each of the positions you shot the one that you nominated. So the small at 300, the medium at 604 and the, the large at 799 change position, do it again with a bit of funky, you only took two shots in one position and four shots in another or something just to throw in a bit of a, mm-hmm. a twist in there. So you had to really think about, did you want to go for the, the large target at 300 and maybe get some good feedback, feedback, but then the medium and small targets at 604 and 799 were a bit smaller, disproportionately small. So you were, you were kind of better off weighing up and weighing up your options and maybe going for the, um, the medium sized target at 300. The small one was very small. So it kind of threw a bit of a bit of uh, complexity in there for people to make a decision, and that could really affect what happened yep. at the rest of the stage. Yeah. Okay. It's. Uh, I think. Uh, I think Butters calls it choose your poison, mm. but it's all shot at one distance. That's a very interesting mix there yep. with uh, <clears throat> with, um, yeah, more more challenges down downrange yes. than you have back. Yeah. Yeah. A, a lot of people just said small, medium, large because. Um, that's going to give me the biggest target at, at the greatest distance, but the uh, the small target at three hundred was only ten centimeters wide. That's a that's a pretty sporty target. Yeah, okay. Um, and it actually worked out. You were better to go from the from measurings. Medium, small, large was the was the best way to do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when, once you started milling the target sizes, it was it made more sense. Bit better, yeah. Bit mm. better, bit better yeah, way of going. A, that's a good dynamic. Yep. Okay. Oh, there was good. another good one. Para- um, parallax blues. Is that yes, the one? parallax blues. So tell us about this because uh, this is the card stage, is it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm curious about so this. the the range office were giving you a um, a playing card. Yep. And then um, you had to go find it on the target board, and the target board was at 150 meters, and then you had a um, a gong, 58 centimeter gong at 800 meters. So the stage was there was three barricade positions. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, there's a prone position and two barricade positions, and the um, the order of fire was from prone. You shoot one shot at 150 meter. Your playing card. Yep. And then um, two shots at the uh, two shots at the 800 meter target. Yep. And then you change to the barricade that was shot kneeling, not yep. sitting, as some people did. It was a, okay. that was a hot topic. <laughs> what, what constitutes kneeling and uh, kneeling and sitting? It's very easy on that one. If you're mm. on your bum, you're sitting. What about if, if your bum's on your foot that's on the no, ground? No, your bum's Ooh. on the ground. That's when you're sitting. Yeah, there was there was some arguments. See, uh, it's, it's, see yeah. this is a very easy uh, easy one to, to sort out. Mm. As you say, if your bum is on the ground, you're sitting. That's it, only mm-hmm. rule. And then if you are not in that position and your knee down at all, you're kneeling. Gotcha. Very there, there'd be simple. a few people that would be cursing at the uh, the podcast right now. That, that's <laughs> fine, but that if if that was me running the, the yeah. stage of the match, uh, that's my definition of sitting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so then you change from prone to uh, kneeling off the barricade, mm-hmm. one shot at the card, and then two shots at the 800 meter target, and then move to the next position on the barricade, standing, one shot at the card, um, two shots at the 800 meter target, um, and then there was a prize awarded for the best three shot group on the playing card. Now the Paradox Blues, hence the hence the name, you couldn't have your Parallax adjusted to 150 and 800, yep. and and be acceptable on either. You either had to dial it as you went. Or yep. make a compromise. Yep, um, which was and it shout was challenging out to Jane who got the uh, tightest group. She did on uh, on that, which was uh, very impressive. Yeah, so it took a long time to uh, for guys to measure up on that particular group to work out if, if it was two or three shots. But uh, I looked at it and I thought it was three. Yeah, I so, looked at that one too. Yeah, you, you're not so convinced. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was kind of I was oh, well. not convinced. I was just I actually measured the group sizes. Yeah, um, I did Jane. 
Uh, where's James? Where's James? Come on. Oh, he was just, this, he's still bitter. He's still he's, bitter I'm about still bitter. Yeah. So Jane shot a three-shot group. <laughs> oh. 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 Um, oh. At 150 metres, the group size was 0.19 MOA, which mm-hmm. is very impressive, off yep. of prone through three different positions. Um, then uh, Lucas McKenney, you'd mm-hmm. expect him to do well, but he did. He shot a <laughs> – You'd expect him to do as well, but he did. But he did. But he did. Uh, he shot I don't a, know whether to be offended or congratulatory <laughs> of that. 0.336 MOA. Yep. Uh, Three-shot group, verified. Mm-hmm. And I shot a uh, 0.356 mm-hmm. uh, MOA group, three-shot group. Just quietly mine was closest to the centre of the target as well. No one cares. The aiming point, yeah. No one cares. Not, I don't think anyone did. No yeah. one cares. No. 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 Well so, done to Jane. Yeah. Well done, well Jane. Well done, Jane. Jane. Well done, Jane. Rosie very, says well done, Jane, too. Well lots of people well saying well done, Jane. Yeah. 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 Everyone but Plushy says well done, Jane. <laughs> everyone but Plushy. Plushy? Yeah. Next, any any other stages on Saturday that were of uh, with interest? I also? think that was. I think that was the. They were all good stages, but they okay. were the standout stages for me. Yeah. Nice. And so, where where did you finish up? I'm taking that off you, so you can't you can't skip ahead. I don't want you to see the answers. Um, <laughs> where where did you? Uh, yeah. So Saturday, how did it go overall for you? Where did you finish up? How did you feel after you yeah, shot? Yeah. So I've my. I don't know what you want to call it. My my general feel about how I go for a day. The vibe. The vibe, the vibe I get from Marbo, my day shooting. The yeah, exactly. Yeah, those things. Um, yeah, I generally underestimate how I've gone. So I was like, I've had a okay day, but it could have been better. Yeah. Uh, I didn't I didn't have any bad stages, which was critical. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't uh, I didn't shoot an outstanding day either. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, top five would would be happy with. There's only 32 competitors, but there were some good competitors there. There's some very good competitors there. Yeah. Um, so I thought, oh, top five is probably realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got to, um, we got to, what are we to call them? Saturday night dinner? Yeah. Yep. Dinner. Dinner is usually Chris, what we Yeah, Cripsy call. called out the top three and I was third. I was like, oh, that's, huh. that's pretty good. Happy days. Yeah, happy, happy days. Day. I've been in this position before and it didn't work out so well <laughs> for me. Choked badly. <laughs> yep, okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I was relatively happy with where I went. Actually, I was most happy about not having a bad stage. Okay. I think our, my lowest score was a six out of nine shot. Yeah, okay. Um, oh, which is not. Solid. Yeah. Okay. Ah, uh, just a bit of flexing there. Sorry. <laughs> what, no. what, was, what was your worst score, Josh? So, My Josh, worst, Josh huh? I wanted to swing it over to you. And, uh, and oh, do, no. Do, uh, I wanted to ask you because, Josh, you had uh, run uh, – change your camera setup. Now, most people know you at a PRS match or in the PRS context. You like running around with at least one camera, generally a couple, yep. and filming and taking photos and, and all these sort of things. Uh, now, you had com- reconfigured the camera setup – I had. And how was it? How were you feeling by Saturday end of the day? I was pretty happy actually. Yeah, like that's, I, yeah, that's what I was. I, I was very happy. Yeah. I yeah. was more. It wasn't like, oh, this is okay. I was like, hmm, could this range be my favorite for the year? Mm. It was a contender. It, it was, was close. It was a contender. Okay, very good. Very good. Well, I uh, apart from uh, some some tweaks and bits and pieces to practice score early in the morning, uh, my day was pretty cruisy. I'm, I'm pretty much there just to, to help out where we're needed and, you know, do, do bits and pieces and just be on hand for, for, for support as needed. I try to keep a little bit of um, 
ability to like let the match run, let mm. the match director do things and, and get a lot of stuff right and, and give some feedback on stuff. I don't want to sort of run in and change everything or mm. those lines. So, uh, but I'm, I'm there on, on, on top of an EB. I, I think, I think, you know, how when things are going well, most I, people don't actually realize you're at the range. <laughs> I, I had someone come up to me middle of one of the days going, Oh, is it just you here this weekend? And I was like, no, Rusty's <laughs> round. He's he's up there. Yeah, just yep. just saying. I mean, I'm usually doing work. I've got the laptop out or doing mm. something or other or harassing. <laughs> just sleeping on the couch. Or yeah. Just, yeah, whatever it was. I didn't fall asleep once. Um, cool. So I kind of want to uh, – Saturday night. So you're in third position, mm-hmm. right? What do you do? You've, you've hung around for dinner. We've had dinner at the range and you've headed – off what, what's going through your mind what do you do what's your routine at that point gotcha um i try really really hard not to get into the result um yep. to not think about what could happen um yep. that'll absolutely not to start playing it out in your no, mind i can't do that could go. i can only think about visualizing the next shot how i'm going to run the stages how i'm going to you know how i'm going to break the t- trigger all those sorts of things mm-hmm. um so i was kind of oh that's really good yep. um i was i can't remember how many points behind i was first place it wasn't a lot Yep. Four, four or five or something like that. Um, so went back. Who was who was in front of you? Out of interest, uh, I think Lucas and Ash. Okay, I think I can't exactly remember. Um, yeah, I think so. Anyway, doesn't matter. Cool. Um, yeah, so we went straight back to the hotel. Um, pulled the guns out of the car, mm-hmm. and this was a match for me that I I think I commented commented to you in the lead up that I'm, I'm actually. I put some effort into trying you, to do some did. things right. Yeah, and I'm like, I've actually you. taken the, the lead up seriously and done some dry fire practice and mm. really made sure everything was how I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. And I um, said to myself, I was going to do the same thing. I was going to go back to the room and clean the rifles, just make sure everything, all my gear was bang on point, repack, all that sort of stuff, make sure everything was doing what I needed it to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went back and did all those things. Um, read the matchbook and I was probably, it was daylight savings. Ticked over Whoa, on Sunday we, morning. We lost yes. an hour. Except the matchbook told us we gained an hour. <laughs> Damn lying matchbook. Yeah. Daylight saving commence. Move clocks back one hour. I read that. I'm like, oh, this is the best thing ever. And they're Sleep like, in. No, it, was no. <laughs> it was not. It was not. It was not. But anyway. So I think I was in bed by nine o'clock. Yep. Which with daylight savings corrected was ten o'clock. I'm like, oh, it's not too bad. And yeah, that's pretty. That's better than I was. Yep. Yeah. Carry up on. at. Up at five, I f- tend to get up pretty early at matches and have a shower and have some breakfast and mm-hmm. all those sorts of things. Yeah. Just got back into the routine and back into it. Nothing, back into it. nothing unusual, but yeah, just cleaning the action, just all those yeah. things. You don't things. do any dry fire practice? You just start trying to um, work out the stages or anything? Is there any of that sort of not stuff? Not really. No, you I would have. You don't sort of start looking through being like, oh, I'll practice this. I did have a bit of a flick through. Yep. But there was nothing in there that uh, I sort of got a bit of a feel for the flavour of the match. Okay. And there was nothing in there. I was like, "Ooh, that's going to catch me out." Gotcha. Uh, obviously, going to catch me out. Yep. Like if yep. there was a sling stage in there, I would have been practicing sling shooting. Righto. That yep. night. Um, how did how did that go for you last match? Uh, the sling shooting. Yeah. I hit more targets than I thought I would. <laughs> <laughs> One. No, I got both my prone unsupported shots, my oh, first and second go. shot on the stage, and I was like, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't plan on getting past here. Like, how do you shoot? Pro- how do you shoot pro- uh, sitting supported with a sling? Does anyone know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So that's Sunday night for you. As a contrast, uh, Josh, what did you do Sunday Saturday night? Sorry, Sunday Saturday night. I'm jumping ahead. Um, I um, dumped all my camera footage and then. Watched a tiny bit of F1 and fall asleep. Yeah, I pretty yeah, much. We went downstairs and had a gin or two at the hotel that we were staying at. Yeah, I reckon we just had a couple, a couple of quiet gins. A couple and of quiet gins. We were trying local stuff and then we headed back upstairs and uh, yep. watched, I watched 
F1 qualifying and mm. then fell asleep and, and away we go. It was, it was a bit Quietly a, wishing I was in Singapore, but that's right. It was a bit of a different match because everybody yeah. was spread across four or five towns as well. Yeah. Yeah. All of the competitors were staying sort of everywhere. So there wasn't one pub where everybody sort of just could happened congregate to, like, or something. Like Bucken yeah. where, where yeah. there's one pub and there's yeah. only one place to be and everyone's there. Yeah. Uh, very good. Well, uh, plus you, we're going to, we're going to hold off on, the, uh, on getting to Sunday, but I want to get into Sunday. I want to ask you a bunch of things. And also mm-hmm. there's the exciting, uh, event that happened Monday that we need oh, to delve into. Oh, we need to talk about that. We the real, the real the, match was the on Monday. The actual competition yeah. where it yeah, all I've went got screenshots down. from that one. Yeah, there's all <laughs> happened. But anyway, we're going to get into that next episode. So plus you, thanks for hanging out tonight. Thanks for everyone thanks in for the comments me. and, uh, Josh, uh, wrap us up, mate. I will. Do that.